If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. That lead guitar is hot, but not for Louisiana man. So raw's enough that both are faded love and let's all dance. If you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. Welcome to the Kylav postgame show. I'm Agjack here by myself doing the solo while the other guys, I guess, gather themselves and figure it out. Um, coming off of a loss to Bama, 26 to 20, in a game that we should have won, we had to win, and was right there for us to win. A lot of mistakes made. It seems like AM was out coached. Um, just from a bird's eye view, thousand thousand yards up in the sky looking down on this game. Um, out coached, no adjustments. Uh, the Burton kid from Alabama was absolutely cooking. To bury all game, nine catches, 197 touchdowns. AM won the turnover battle. AM's defense stuffed the run, um, but they just continued to give up the deep ball. They made Milrow look like he was a an NFL pocket passer, just dropping deep bomb after deep bomb. And it was just miserable to watch. Max Johnson started off the game pretty well. Second half, nothing to show for it. Um, there's an important deep ball to Anias down the sideline that he left short. Uh, Anias beat his guy. It could have been a touchdown, and he left it short. So it was broken up. Uh, threw a bad interception right after we had gotten the ball back, and it felt like all the momentum was behind us, and we could put him away with the score. Max threw an interception. It's not on Max. He played tough. He had a good game. Um, the O-line really struggled, especially in the second half, um, giving up. Numerous, numerous sacks. Uh, trying to find the stats for it right now. So, yeah, five sacks. AM had six sacks. Alabama had five sacks, but they were important sacks on big downs, either to put us into third and long to get us off the field. And in one case, uh, to, I guess it wasn't a sack in the end zone, but the, the final blow was when Max, uh, Took an almost sack in the end zone and uh, basically had an intentional grounding and they called a safety. And after that, down by nine with about six minutes left, uh, not much you can do. Anaya Smith, uh, man, that, that dude's uh, an absolute dog. I mean, props to him. He balled out like he said he was going to. He should have had that touchdown at the end of the game, which was kind of BS um, that he slid out. And, um, yeah, I just this is a tough one to swallow, man. It felt like all week everything was lining up for us to dominate this game. We talked about it ad nauseum, and it felt like after the first half, we had dominated the first half. They had had a couple things go their way. They had um, a couple bounces go their way. They had a couple deep balls they landed, but we were like, all right, we're going to adjust. They had a couple broken coverages they took advantage of. We're going to adjust. Second half, we came out flat. We gave up a couple big drives, continued to give up the deep ball, continued not to cover the guy who was killing us all day, Jermaine Burton. And this is the result. AM fought to the bitter end. I think that we're a good team. I think we should have won this game. I think everything went against us today. The universe was not on our side today. And it was tough. This one hurts. It hurts. And it feels like this could have been a turning point for everything, for Jimbo, for the program, 
all the recruits at the game and we fell flat. Nothing that we're not used to, but we fell flat. It felt like this was a turning point, though. I think that's what hurts the most. We couldn't really get the running game going. Props to Alabama defense. There's still the Alabama defense. And I think we just flat out got out coached today. So conversation to be had about Jimbo Fisher. Um, I think a lot of people might feel more strongly about it than I do at this very moment. But it's a conversation that needs to be had if we don't go on a run for the rest of the year. Big if. I think this team is built to win. I think this team is built to be successful. Max faced a lot of pressure today from a really good Alabama defense. And they had a good game plan. They completed all these deep balls that we didn't think they would complete. Milrow had the best passing day of his career. And it is what it is. We said, beat us throwing the ball, and they did. We should have had him beating us throwing intermediate passes. That's that's where I struggle defensively. And I don't know if that's a Durkin thing. I don't know what it is. The front seven still had a really good game. But the secondary absolutely cooked, especially DeBerry. Shout out to Tom Ag, who said DeBerry was a first-round pick after the first uh, game against Northern Illinois or whoever we played. Um, something that really upset me uh, towards the end of the game, there are a couple things. But there was that second down play where it was going to be a big gain. Evan Stewart got schemed open over the middle. Max Johnson put a perfect ball on him. And the ref just stands there and lets it hit him in the chest and instead of making any attempt to get out of the way. I don't know if he wasn't paying attention. I don't know if he had Bama money line, but just kind of stood there. And that was that was really infuriating, man, because it felt like we were on a roll. And then after that, I think we had the field goal blocked. So just tough, man. It sucked. We first drive of the game, we went for it. We didn't get it. Um Weird play call. They they like had a play action, rolled out the fullback instead of just running the ball. They should have just ran the ball on that play. They it felt like they had Bama on their heels. It felt like they were they were getting pushed up front and they should have ran the ball or QB sneaked or something like that. So you give up three points there, and then the blocked field goal. We lose by six. Six points left on the board. Obviously, all the mistakes with the breakdowns and coverage, and that's on Durkin and that's on Jimbo. Um, just. I'll harp on it again and again. I'll coach today. And the most frustrating thing was that last play on third down where it looked like we had Milrow in our, in our grasp. Our entire defensive line closed in on him, and it looked like, oh, here's another huge sack. Maybe he's going to fumble. Maybe he's going to throw it up for grabs. And we had him, and he tosses it. And somehow, a one-in-a-million play, Jace McClellan, whatever his name is, yeah, Jace McClellan has his knee on the ground, bobbles the ball, picks his knee up, catches the ball, and then runs for a first down. And that effectively ended the game. That stuff. There are just so many things that happened in this game that shouldn't have happened that led to the loss at the end of the day. I mean, we started out hot. We were moving the ball, man. It's hard for me to swallow. I know it's hard for the rest of the guys to swallow because they wouldn't even get on the pod. But I'm here. I'm going to take it on the chest and try to give this game justice. The silver lining, and I'm sick of silver linings. I'm sick of moral victories. I don't think there's such thing. But I do really think this defense is legit. And I do really think there's weapons on offense. And we just got outcoached. Positives going forward, I think we could kick Tennessee's ass and make a run. But again, any positivity with this football team always just leads to unending pain and misery.
Jake Johnson looks like a legitimate tight end. That's cool to see. I think Connor Wigman wins this game. And I don't put it on Max's shoulders. Max is tough. He took a lot of big hits. Maybe too many when he came to the sacks, holding the ball a little too long. But I think Connor, this could have been the game where he put us on his shoulders and made it happen. We didn't score enough. We lost the second half, 16 to 3. 16 to 3. It looked like we were going to roll them. And to be honest with you, there was never a point in the game where I felt like the crowd made a difference. There were a couple false starts that Alabama had, but I didn't feel like the crowd gave AM the momentum that they should have had throughout. It was not raucous as it should have been. It's Alabama. We probably wouldn't have thought we were going to win this game uh, preseason, even a few weeks ago. But this one stinks, man. We should have finished this. There's a lot of unluckiness. There were a lot of mistakes, but we should have gotten this one done, man. It just felt like we were good enough to take it and good enough to push over the line, and we didn't. So, sucks. Um, at least OU won. That was fun to see them go down and beat Texas on a last-second touchdown. Um, that gave us a little bit of joy today, but this one is a tough, tough pill to swallow. Aggies, 4-2, and 2-1 two, two and one in the SEC West. Alabama moves to 3-0 and oh in the SEC West. We're not out of it yet. There's a lot of parity in the SEC, especially in the West this year. We've just got to lick our wounds and keep going. We have two losses. If we win out and somehow find our way to the SEC championship game, anything can happen. But yeah, this sucks. And I'm tired of saying almost with Jimbo, whether it's a backup quarterback or whatever. I'm just, I'm tired of saying almost with this team, man. We were at home against a hobbled, disheveled, relatively weak Alabama team. And we just kind of choked. So that'll do it here for the postgame pod for Alabama. Um, signing off is Ag Jack. And hopefully the rest of the guys that are in Ag Knox decide to join us on another podcast in the future. Thank you, guys. Thank you.